Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. You said, oop, yep, let's run it. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. I love this podcast. This is the GOAT. This is my favorite of all time. My name, I'm Ashley Chandler, co-host, and Pastor Jim Parkin. Welcome back to the What's show. What's up? We're back. Dude, new shirts are out. I'm so excited. They're hot. They're so cool. Thanks so, for doing all that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're in. How do we get them? I have them. I picked them up today. Well, I mean, so who all has access to these shirts? Is this a public service announcement? Announcement? Like, how do people get? Yeah, well, shirts? so what you would do is in the next day or so, there'll be a photo of this shirt, and you would go on to however you get to the freedomcenterchurch.com and go to the merch store, and you can buy one. Done. And we have to work out some details, some logistics, because as it stands right now, I, my instructions were, we'll get it up and we'll put them up for sale. And then when we sell one, we'll let you know and you can get it to them. <laughs> and I, then I said, okay, think about what you just said. And the response was, oh, yeah. Okay, we'll figure out something better. So yeah. potentially, I don't know how they get shirts to people now, if they buy stuff off that, or if they just well, pick it up on Sundays or whatever. You know, well, yeah, if it's like local freedom center fam or some yeah, man. be around that that that's fine or something if it, yeah if you guys are local and you're a listener and you're local and and, I'm, and you know me and and can get in contact with me i'll just get it for you just let yeah. me know i don't mind shipping them out if we need to get they them. are long sleeve really like more of a heavy <laughs> oh, t-shirt <laughs> material they're dope and they're dope I'm got excited. the freedom center logo on the back it's pretty cool super cool so we got that going yeah Got house shirts going, and that's moving along. That's doing cool things. Mm-hmm. Got this podcast, and we're going to talk about. If you haven't listened, I will. You can always go to where you find this podcast and hear last week's sermon from Pastor Jim Wiegand. But he was kind of talking about like the overarching theme of the message is that heaven isn't for good people, you know, and we'll we'll land a plane with that. But I just wanted to touch on some stuff because I think that's something that I was I was taught that. Like I believed that you go to church, you're a good person, you do all the things and you get into heaven. And that's it. That's the extent of it. Really? Yeah. I like I thought that was just it's all good. There's, you know, I believe in Jesus, that's good, that's it, that's all there is. You know, and then I, I became like through the military and stuff like that, I met people who we're, uh, I don't want to, we aren't going to name drop denominations here, but of one that believed that they are equal to the task of being as holy as Jesus. And they can self-proclaim as apostles. And Oh, I did not know that. You can live sin-free. Okay, but did but you knew growing up you needed Jesus, or no? Yeah. You just felt like, hey, I need to be a good person. As, as long as you do the right thing, do good. Yeah. You know, and then, and so then just throughout my whole life of here, so here's where like the confusion happened. Okay. So good people, but I had that mindset, right? So if you're good, you, you go to heaven. If you're bad, you go to hell and we'll, we're going to kind of jump around. This will be in no particular age order, but a few years ago in 20, I think 17, 2018, a West coast rapper, business owner, philanthropist, do-gooder in his community, but also gangbanger Nipsey Hussle was murdered outside, I think, like a clothing store or a barbershop or bodega or something in Los Angeles. Okay. Now, he fully invested into his community, did all that stuff. All the stuff that our Center of Hope does, he did. Okay. All those things. It was okay. outside the church, though. Right? I don't, I, I don't know the man, so I don't know his relationship with like his faith walker's relationship with God okay. or with Jesus or anything. Okay. But he was also making rap music and probably into the reefer a little bit, the marijuana. 
you know, probably partied a little bit, you know, gangbanger. So he's affiliated in that kind of stuff. So by my original thought, well, he's a bad person because he does bad people things. He's out. Or is he in limbo land because he did like a lot of really good things too? Well, that would be if he was Catholic. And there again, I don't mean to pick on the Catholics, but they have that, they believe in, yeah, and I don't Purgatory, know how that works. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know I either. No idea. Because I don't understand, yeah. But I know it's there's some I'm like type of... raised... We went to a, a little Baptist church up up in up in the northern woods. We went up to a little oh. Baptist... So keep going. I'll, I'll, we'll come around. I don't want to cut you off. <laughs> my sharing... So, yeah. But then you hear, like, of all these pastors and whatnot, all these, like... They're doing pastoral stuff. They're preaching the gospel. They're sharing and they're doing right. all this stuff. And then, oh, behind the scenes, right? They were they're doing shady stuff. They were doing they were doing some shady business. Ugh. Right. And it's just so there's so much. There's right. so much muck and mire out here. Right. That I th- I think that kind of what I take took from it from Sunday, well, Monday in our case, but also Sunday. Listen, you guys, so this is what I do when I prepare for Monday and not only watch it with our house gathering on Monday, but I watch it on live stream on Sunday, sometimes go to church on Sunday, but then also listen to the podcast version. So by the time you guys get to my house, (laughs) I've heard it at least three times, sometimes four times. Really good. But in any case, um, so the scripture was, what was it? John 13, chapter six or John chapter 13, verse six, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way to the father except through me. Yes. Okay. Which means that Jesus is our only access to the father. Yes. And the only access to get to heaven. Right. Correct. So that is like, that's a big confession. That's a big belief with your heart and, and all that stuff. However, like the sins that he died for is so confusing and so much, right? Because if you look at sin as like on the timeline, there's stuff I'm not, I have not yet done that I'm already forgiven for, but that bake your noodle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a really tough, like pill to swallow. (laughs) If you don't know Jesus, (laughs) right. Right. And we've, we've, oh my gosh, there's so much to this, right? Because we, we've discussed this. Okay. So if Jesus is this amazing, Mm -hmm. there's so many levels of this because we believe in a real devil that's trying to kill, steal and destroy people, Mm -hmm. distract them, pull them away from truth, get them away from God, not even understand who Jesus is or meet him. But then at the same time, God is so powerful and he's everywhere. Why don't we all just like, you know, see him manifest in our life, like on our way to work or something, having him sitting, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's just so many things that go through my brain of how this can be so hard for people to one, accept or grasp, mm-hmm. you know, because they're, you know, people ask the questions. So what about the country of the folks that like have never heard Jesus? Like, so they're all going to go to hell because they don't know who Jesus is. You know, like there's so much <laughs> stuff to this. So, so you're telling me the only way to go to heaven is for me to believe in this guy named Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what the Bible is saying. Uh-huh. But he's freaking amazing. And it's not, yeah, to go back, right. it's not taking tallies. It's not like, right. okay, so how am I scored today? How am I scored over my entire lifetime? And that's a big hang up with people too, because I've talked to people that they've had some horrible things happen to them. And the idea that that person could be forgiven at the the end of their life, if they like said that they were sorry and God forgave them and they still got to go to heaven after all the garbage they did to people in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's just, there's so much, there's so much to this that it's a step of faith. It's a step of faith to, to believe God, to believe Jesus yeah. It's dude, it's crazy. Cause it's like, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Cause you can fully understand. 
Because so even though I grew up going to Lutheran church and doing a thing, because there's like we went on Sunday, you know, maybe there was a youth group on like Wednesday or Thursday or something, you know. Then for a while, we actually in my high school years, I think like hmm, junior and senior year, we we were like the house that hosted our church and a local, I, I think. Methodist church or something. I, I don't recall those details, but we joined up and did like life, uh, young life. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, we did like yeah. clubhouse or whatever it was called. And our house was where we did that. Um, so all the stuff that you do, uh, all the Americana churchgoer stuff. Yeah. But then there was a lot of years where I'm like, uh, you know, like whatever. And like would strategically make sure I worked on Sundays. So so I could be like, I don't know, mom, I just got to, I got to go to work. So sorry. So I understand the headspace of yeah. people that being like, this is wild. And now my typical response is yes, sir. It is wild. <laughs> it sure is. Well, and I have family members that they believe in God. They believe mm-hmm. that there's a God out there somewhere, but they're not all about whether or not Jesus is the son of God and you know, payment for our sins and our salvation, like all that stuff. Like right. I know folks that like believe a lot of the Bible to be true and believe that it's a good book and believe that there's a lot of really amazing stuff in there, but they don't, they're not too sure about accepting Christ, you know? Right. And, um, I mean, for me, for me, I, from a very, very young age, I just always knew that God loved me. Like my mom, even just all the stuff that my family went through, my mom even told me years later, I think like when I was in high school or college, she's like, you just always seemed like you had a bubble around you. Like things didn't impact you the way that it seemed. And I think that there's some truth to that, but I also think that it's taken me a long time to kind of figure out like, I think I shared something with you a couple of weeks ago via Instagram. It was like to be able to move forward in the promises that God has for you, you have to come to terms with where you've come from. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's been this balance of me coming out of what I've come from, accepting what it is, healing from it, but also not trying to push it away either. And just because mm-hmm. there, for me, there's very much been this, I have a struggle I've struggled to know and learn, like we're all learning what it means to be connected. Like Jesus talks about, you know, if you abide in me, if if you're connected to the vine and all this stuff, then you're, you're connected to the father because you abide in me. And that's a very, there's, there's a lot to that too, that as a Christian, we got to figure out what it, what does it look like to daily be in relationship with God, to daily be in relationship with Jesus. And so for me, it's been this lifetime of, okay, it's really hard for me to grasp what it means to be connected with Jesus, with God, with the Holy Spirit. So in all honesty, it's been easier to just do good things to try to be closer to God, to be on my best behavior instead of you know, I'm, I'm learning what it means to, to just be with him. And then out of that right. space, that space be like, that's, that's my righteousness. That's my good works is being in him and working out of that place instead of trying to, okay, I was good enough Christian today. I didn't screw right. up enough, but you know, I didn't s- screw up people's lives or my life today too bad, you know, <laughs> like, right. So for me, that's kind of been this, like, I think I've always try to be a good person, even though I've known in my head it's about Jesus, but it's been hard. It's been a learning process and still is of learning what it, yeah. If that, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And it's, I think it's different because I haven't ever really been, especially these last years, you know, especially with the career path and working in this city, the last couple of years, especially, I don't think being a, being a good person. Okay. Like taking care of people well and honoring, you know, loving people and loving my neighbor in that way comes pretty easy. Never been really, I'm not overly concerned with like the good behavior kind of thing. Like these self-proclaimed rules that, that we like to put on ourselves as Christians. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, listen, if you guys know, then you know, but like, 
I was listening to the aforementioned Nipsey Hustle on the way home for picking up these T-shirts from church <laughs> because I like that story. I do. I like yeah, that yeah, music. Yeah. And I know I understand the thought of like what comes in is what goes out to some degree. I don't fully agree with that. You know, because I mean, because I live and work in a world where like certain language is just words. Right. You know what I mean? Like where we are, like when we're on the street, when we're doing like. You're constantly filtering and using discretion and wisdom to know what you need to keep and what you need to let go of. Right. You know, I mean, that's wisdom there. If I have to, and I'm speaking as a pastor and so other pastors will hear this, but I look at it like working on the, working the streets, working like in hood speak. Like if I have to talk a certain way to get somebody to get up and move, like no one's offended. Right. It's just like, Oh, you were speaking some type of other language, dude. Right. If you would have said that in the first I've heard, place, I've heard, I would have just got, <laughs> yeah. My brother-in-law has said that before. He's like been super polite to people and they're like staring him blank in the face, but then he starts right. using profanities and it's like, Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and cool. it's just words, man. It's just words. And I know yeah. that, like the difference is when it's appropriate and when it's not. Right. And and I Absolutely. and the, I know the argument can be like, well, it's never appropriate. Well, in the circles that we're talking about, when it's said that it's not appropriate, it's not used. Right. I don't speak like that in my house. Well, and I don't speak that way to my like, kids. It's it's you're seeing yourself as a servant coming in to serve and aid the patient when you come in. Mm -hmm. And so in that understanding, you come in, you assess the situation and then, you know, Mm -hmm. you know what you can do in that space. And that's totally fine. Right. You know, I think, yeah, that's discretion and wisdom. There's (laughs) it's, it's wild too, because I think a lot of times we put ourselves in a position because we think we need to, as Christians, we need to be like you were talking about on our best behavior. Right. And we don't want to slip up. And you see, like, you don't want to be a jerk, well, you yeah. know, but if you're so focused on that, I only listen to this type of music and I only do this. And I never talk out of turn and I never do this. Right. You could miss the opportunity to bless somebody. Right. Well, here's the thing. We talked, we talked about healthy meal planning ideas and Mm -hmm. things, whatever last week. So if my goal is to just, I'm a healthy person, but I slip up, then it's all for crap. But if the goal is, well, like that can't be my God, that can't be right. You know what I mean? Like there's character, there's discipline. And if I want to be somebody of character and wisdom, I need to do certain types of things. But if, mm-hmm. if my, what am I trying to say? If my goal for my life to be okay, for Ashley to be okay, is that I have to be- perform and behave every day okay oh, to be okay. Exhausting. That's, that's not okay. But if I know, if I'm operating from, okay, God loves me, I love him, I want to honor him in all that I do, and I do want to love and honor those around me, then out of that space... Mm-hmm. Then there's grace and there's respect and right. there's a desire to grow each day. So the the goal has to be to grow and to love and to become a person of character and to love the Lord, but not just and out of that performance and behavior comes. Right. But but in a right balance, in a in a right way, you know, because we're all gonna run into like I love what Pastor Jim says. He's like when when God wants to encourage me. Oftentimes he sends me people, you know, yeah. and, and when the devil wants to discourage me, oftentimes I'm sent people, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> you know what man. I mean? Like we rub shoulders with each other every day. I mean, we were talking about this before we started. It was just, just people, man. Like right. we live in a world with other people and they drive us nuts. And so the goal, and th- this is stuff I'm, been really trying to dig into this year if if the goal is to be right then we're just going to go at each other you know Mm -hmm. like you got to be wrong I have to be right all the time I have to stick my feet in the ground but if the goal is to honor each other and connect 
and to find ways that we can glorify God every day and Mm -hmm. follow his will and be like Christ, then the whole world opens up to possibilities in that, you know? Right. It's wild too. Cause on that kind of subject, like my biggest fear when praying into this a lot, again, for those who are listening, if you know, you know, when we talk about, uh, like having a, a bucket of things or not having it, you've ran out of, you know, you have zero of them left to give wink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, but for me, that is, is grace. I get freaked out that I'm going to run out of grace. Like with all these conversations and with people that at like at some point, it's just going to be too much. That's what I pray on. If I'm honest, like all the time, you know what I mean? Cause if like, yeah, yeah, no, that's too many that's people are saying, it's like, we're arguing the fact that like, I've been doing this thing in this space, the exact space, like you're commentating what I'm doing, but I'm actually doing the thing right. and I'm to believe that I'm wrong and you're right. Right. And to be able to be like, all right, man, I'm just love you. I'm not going to argue with you and move on my way. It's so hard. Super hard. It's you know exhausting. Bill Johnson is from Bethel. Yeah. He's one of the pastors out there. He, I watched one of his sermons a few weeks ago and it was about forgiveness. And he's, he said, I quote, I give up my right to be offended. I give up my right to be offended. And I'm like, I, I'd have to practice that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if Christ stands in the way it's to a, forgive yeah. me, Mm-hmm. And we go, you know, so, I mean, yeah, this dives into so many things. So when we say Jesus is the only way, it's it's so much more in a wonderful way than, like, we accept right. his gift on the cross that he died for our sins. But then his way, like, his truth, who he is, like, scripture Dude. manifesting as, as a man and, like, and the son of God, like, that's crazy. Like, his way for my life, his way for this world his way for like how we interact and do like it's nuts. It's wild. (laughs) It's wild. And so (laughs) I have to, okay. I got to repent of something because I did this earlier in the COVID years. Um, I was getting super frustrated. So I just made this post to where I was like, I will no longer, I no longer think it's fair to have discussion or debate with people who have no frame of reference for what it is I'm doing. And I can see how that could be taken offensive, <laughs> but in my heart, Ashley, I was like, I'm going to do one of those things like Jesus would do, where I'm just going to say a thing and then dip out. <laughs> but except for his stuff would be like teaching moments, but that's how I meant it. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, I can't like, you really don't know what we're doing. So I'm not going to try to argue it with you because you're not going to accept what I'm saying. Yeah. Was kind of the heart behind it. The way I went about it all wrong, but you know, whatever. I'm just a dude. Right. 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 <laughs> like, like in the you middle know of I mean? a pandemic, <laughs> you know, trying to figure it's stuff wild. out. I don't know what's going on yet. It, and that's when it was, it was back. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I'm still doing the thing where now we're like week 12 and I haven't kissed my wife. Cause I don't know. We just don't know. Like we're still doing the phone calls because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> right. It's so, you know, so it was wild just yeah. to be in that space. If we can digress to back in those moments where I was like, okay, we're going to record this. Then I'm going to be back on the road and I don't know what's going to happen. So I can't, right. Right. I can't bring this here, even though whatever, we don't know. Like, and that's the thing. We honestly don't know what would have happened. Right. So you had, we had to make decisions and it's just, I don't know. It's wild, but to get back on track, this stuff, I think a lot of people believe or get <laughs> this gross misconception <laughs> that you just say, I believe in Jesus. And you say the prayer, oh, my favorite thing that pastor my said, what do you say? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, said, did the prayer or something about the spell and fled from hell or whatever. Oh, geez. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. I'd have to re- like play it back. Is it dope but theme some, thing? No, I'm, it's a. It a it's the. One? No, it's it's saying like people believe like you say you believe in Jesus, so you say this prayer and then you do the spell and then you're good. 
you're not going to hell anymore. And that's it. Right. right. And it's, and then there's some people believe that this weird Pollyanna Jesus relationship Jesus is your buddy and now everything's good. I'm a Christian now things coming up roses, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything's going to be perfect and flowy and it's just, dude, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We live in a real broken world where yeah. happens every day, you know, stuff can wild to happen, here, you know? Um, but knowing Jesus, everything does work out because Jesus right. never leaves us and he's freaking amazing. And so that's where like, yeah, you come into worship, you come into this place where like you're looking to God instead of all your problems. And in those moments, everything does fall into place, even though everything isn't in place, if that makes sense. And no, that makes sense. Right. And that's the type of stuff that, I mean, just, you know, the last few life things that have been thrown at us, I can now say, looking back, that I would never want to wish some of these things on anybody, but I wouldn't take away what God did in those times because I knew that right. he was right there in the middle of it, helping right. me and guiding it's refining. me. And yes. And so those are the things that were, it's just the crazy upside down kingdom stuff where, mm-hmm. no, your life doesn't turn out perfect and your teeth aren't perfect and white and, you know, like everything just magically falls together. No, you still have to walk through stuff, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you man. know, you still have to make decisions and decide, am I going to trust God today? Am I not going to trust God? Am I going to, you know, like it's all these micro macro things that we have to walk yeah. through. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Cause, and you know, and then also too, what I'd like to touch on is the big question that everyone has when something goes wrong. Well, where was your God when right. this little baby boy was abused to death right. and he was there. It's just that, you know, it's, this is a hard one to grasp too, is that, so I like months back, I think during, it might even been a year ago, who knows at this point, all the days blend together, but there was a message that pastor had done where he said that while Satan has all sorts of power, he doesn't have the power to dethrone God. He can't take God off the throne. Right. So what does he do is he goes after the only ones us humans that can break God's heart. So this is what all this is. And then also it has to be free will. We were given free will and it has to be our choice to accept Christ and to approach the father through him. Right. So there's still the opportunity to make a a different choice. Right. So, so when people say, well, where was God? Well, when these bad things were happening to this little boy, these people were making the choice for that to happen. Right. You know, so right. he's there, but he's, it's weird because really God Super has the power weird. that he could have like every time we start slipping up. I mean, you know, what? like in the beginning of Genesis where everyone's like, 800 years old. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a part in that that has always been super humorous because there's a part where God comes to this decision. It's like, dude, it's pretty most pretty I'm paraphrasing of course, (laughs) but it's pretty similar to him. It'd be like him saying, dude, these people are people in and I can no longer deal with them. So life expectancy just got limited to 120 years. And that's that. Because <laughs> they're like, too rascally for 800. <laughs> they're all buck wild. So 120, <laughs> we're going to put a limit. We're going to put a, a life cap on there at 120. And here's what's wild. People really, like, it's wild for someone to make it to 100 years old. Right. But even till this day, let's think about this. You get to about 122, 120, 20 something. That's like. You could make it. You could make it. Most people don't. Nope. But you could make it. <laughs> I would like to be that guy. You if know, I'm still riding around on December my bike and 21st, stuff, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and, and it's like, I ding, 100. Like, I wonder if it's like the exact <laughs> moment that you were birthed. Boom, 120. Pff, just You're vaporize. Out. I wonder, like, you go to heaven, like, Avengers. It's, it's like Endgame. you run across the, the, it's the guy that like falls apart at the end of the running race, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We're getting, the, we're, this is out of okay, control. But, I wa- I wanna, but it's that wild. Yes. Okay. 
so when my brother passed away, mm-hmm. there were, I'm not going to probably name how many times, list how many times, but there were a couple moments where I had to tell God, you know, don't you know <laughs> right. the snarky crap that's going on right now and it doesn't really seem like you're doing anything right now. I mean, like, I, right. I swear to you guys, Lazarus came back from the dead. I literally, the night that I found out that my brother passed away, I would wake up and pray that he would bring him back to life. And even the next day I prayed because I'm like, it's in the Bible. So I'm praying until it's not even an option anymore. Right. Um, and I, you know, it's, it's interesting now because I, I see the book of Job. My life is not the book of Job, right? By any means. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this dude in the Bible loses literally everything to horrific circumstances and his friends come around and tell him well you must have sinned you must have done something wrong and the entire length of job is this entire back and forth of job and his friends job and his friends job you're horrible and then job you know responding and finally towards the end god responds to job and god's response from like what i some of the parts when i was reading it was like well, where were you, Job, when I laid the foundations of the earth? Right. Tell, tell me, if you're so, you know, all-knowing, tell me, like, who measured the breadth of this and hung the stars and, and did all the things? Like, tell me, where were, you know? Dude. How, dude. How, like, would I not want to ever uh, be in that conversation? Right. But that's the facts. Like, a lot of the times, was us that we were turned away from him. Right. And, and, and this so, stuff happened. Not that any of this stuff is little by any means, but in my experience, when I had those moments with God of like, God, like, how could you let this happen? Why? Like, what? You know, I had the most firm, quiet, gentle response of, I know, but I'm right here and I'm big enough for all of this Mm -hmm. stuff that you're facing. And so he never argued with any of it with me, but he also didn't need to defend himself. Like God never defended him, his character to me. Like he never had to say, oh, but I'm holy and oh, but I'm this. But it was like, baby girl, I'm here and this is all going to work out. That's huge. Yeah. Because that's like, honestly, that's how I've survived some of the stuff that, I've seen and whatnot is just to, I don't even have any, it got to the point after a while of so much. Cause, uh, you know, there's a, that boy that was abused for like over three days and died out in Argentine. That was early in my career. And then I remember another case of horrible child abuse. And I remember a third case that one of our other crews was on where, for however this gentleman got here, he beat to death his daughter because he didn't want her to grow. His theory was that if he beat her, she wouldn't like men and would become a lesbian and therefore would never be in an abusive relationship is what he had in his mind, which anybody with any intelligence knows clearly he had some probably significant abuse in his life. And there was some, obvious miswiring there some horrible mental health stuff in any case he ended up beating her until she died so just over and over plus seeing the aftermath of suicide or actually in my case seeing suicide it got to the point where i was like no more questions just will you be with me on this i don't want to because it used to be like i'd be like god you gotta let me know and then i'd be i got to a point where like you know what I don't want to know. I just need to know that like we're in this together and it'll be okay. Cause you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to know. Like, and once, and once you get there, that's been the greatest part of my walk with Christ. You know, so we just get to a point like, I don't want to know. (laughs) I don't need to know. I no longer desire to know. But there's other things, though, within that that I do want to know and I do wrestle with and I do like, you know, and and 
some of that honestly is the institution of the church, you know, like not any one church in particular, but the church at large. Yeah. Like there's times where I'm like, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? You know what I mean? And then most times not, but there's a lot of the time when it's just, that's where it's like, okay. But then it's just people, people being people. And people doing a job, right? Yeah. And in fairness to most church, to all churches, really, like these, like fam, these folks have been working all week. And their <laughs> last day is the most important and biggest day. And yeah. it is a production. They do have to think, and we want stuff timed out and to look right and to be right and people in their spots. And everything covered. Yeah. Well, we've been building this all week. In my case, our little house church gathering, all I got to do is listen to the message three or four times and make dinner. And we're all good. Right? That's it. That's all we're doing. And we're gathering and we're being together. But these churches of all other sizes, and that's... So not only are they preparing all week long, but if they're pastors, they also have to pastor people. Right. Like, believe me, it doesn't, I know that now. I know that now (laughs) it's not just Mondays. It's all week. It's for people that don't come on Mondays. It's all week long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, let me tell you something, Ashley, let me tell you, God gives you this other window. Now you're thinking about everybody all the time. Yeah. No one said that. I wish they would have said that up front. I'd have still done it, but I wish one of these other pastors, all y'all who listen to this show, would have said, "Hey, man, just so you know, here's some Pastor Jim. Tips. Shout out, you're gonna love that part." But I really like. Had I known that there'd be this other, you know, I know you guys were covering a lot of stuff, but I've been thinking about a lot of stuff lately. So I'm just kind of, kind of doing, like I've said many shows before, this is my way of journaling. So sometimes you guys fall victim. Not sorry. It's wild, man. This faith stuff, this Christianity or the like following in the way of Christ is really what we're, what we've dug into as the sermon series. But man, it's amazing, but it's also beautiful but it's also like hurts it's a grind it is really a grind and sometimes it's the suck you know sometimes it's like that yeah but mostly it's amazing well and sunday was totally one of those things where i mean whatever it is if it's work or if it's family if it's raising kids like you know you know, Sunday was one of those days where I come kind of going, God, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with like A, B, or C. You know what I mean? Like I just, I need to know that you're directing me, that you're guiding me, that I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then the whole sermon is just like, Jesus is the way. And I'm like, like, uh, like yeah, you're the starting point. The, the fear of the uh-huh. Lord, the love and reverence and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. And God like, loves us so much to like lead us and guide us and do this with us and be with us. He promises that he'll never leave us or forsake us, you know? So it's like, okay, we got this. You got me. (laughs) I don't always know. I mean, even like Thomas, like, well, I don't know where you're even going. Like, how am I supposed to go to the place that I don't know? You know? And I just, I feel like those are the the questions that I was asking. Like, I don't know how to get there if I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or where, where the target is, you know? And Jesus is the way. Just start there. (laughs) Right back to square one. Right, man. So it's it's crazy too, right? Because he said at one point, Pastor Jim said, uh, that, you know, most people will identify that they believe in God. Yeah. Like everyone says, I believe in God. Yeah. But then the next question is, but do you believe God? Now, yeah. I will share with you guys, this is a little segment of my testimony, but when Carrie, my wife and I, first started going to Freedom Center Church, we started what we would do. We called it life groups back then. And we were a life group with the Cromers and shout out Cromers. Tammy Cromer said that like, you want to hear some, you want to get crazy right now? Sure. 
So on the same day, I'm pretty sure, or at least close to it, weeks wise, she covered with, she hit us with like everybody in the room believes in God, but how many of us believe God? Which to me, that was like, that switched everything on. I was like, yeah. like three days later, because a lot of times you guys, that's what happens. I don't know about you guys, but oh, it for takes me. takes a minute to like shift like, down, right? You uh-huh. know? <laughs> like I'm somewhere else doing something different, you know? I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but anyhow, out of, I don't know if it was the same night, but out of that same group, you know, I talked about this in a piece I wrote and left on Facebook, but a dude named Brian, we, after worship, like this dude has the gift of where he can, he prays in tongues and he'll hear from God and then he'll hear a word for people. Well, he said that I was to be a lighthouse and I didn't know what that meant for years. Like I didn't understand that stuff. So I'd be like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. that's cool. But like, so years later we start the lighthouse experiment on all these things. So it's just been a long process from a, a word from God in literally like 2016. But this is how we do when we do it our way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's just all this stuff is so, it's what do we say, Ashley, all the time? It's simple, but it ain't easy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's, right? That whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The whole sermon Sunday could have just been, it's simple, but it ain't easy. Mic drop. The only way to the Father is through Jesus. It's simple, but it ain't easy. All right. Check you next Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what we've done to you guys tonight. We've just said lots of words because we're obviously confused by it all. Well, it's just so deep because Jesus is a person. It's not just a set of 10 rules. Get these things right. You know, figure life out. Come back to heaven once you die. It's, it's, It's getting to know a person who's infinitely more than you can ever imagine. And so that's going to be like a lifetime gig, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, and it's better that we don't have a ton of rules like Leviticus and all this stuff. It's better that we go through Jesus to figure out, okay, what am I supposed to do right. on this day in this situation? Right. Because he can actively lead us in all those things and help us grow individually, like with right. him, you know? Right. So with that being said, what Ashley just said about Leviticus, see, that doesn't have to be the go-to to cherry pick from when you're, when you, <laughs> y'all, no, no. when you're trying to tear us down as Christians, well, what's about Leviticus? What about Leviticus? There's a new covenant, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. The old Testament, like Jesus is there. It's speaking to a savior from the very beginning. But all that stuff, all those rules that we were never intended, like, there's no way we're going to be able to follow all that. It was a freaking Band-Aid before Christ came Dude, <laughs> we needed a Savior, and this is what happened. That was so good. So, I don't know. It's all wild. It is. It's you know what I watched the other day? Hmm. As we get ready to land the plane and make it worse? <laughs> I watched The Shack. I had never seen that. Oh, you know what? Oh, you know, I, I, out of protest, have not read that book still because somebody gave it to me after my brother passed away. And I'm like, I'm just, no, I'm not reading a dumb book to make me feel better about my brother being dead. No, thank you. Oh, that's so not what it is, dude. It's I know. Like, I mean, I know. I, probably, I can understand, yeah. though, at that time. Yeah. In the, that season, I can understand that. But, dude, like I watched it and I was like, man. This is a good way to, like, this is a, a different way to tell that story, but it'd be a good way to tell that story for someone who's got, like, probably church hurt or, like, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, feet dug in, I'm never going back. Well, you're, like, you're, there's a bigger picture here. That's cool. I don't know. I thought okay. it was well done. I okay. haven't read the book because I really don't read books. Well, I can't judge because I've not read the book or seen the movie. So I probably should give one of those a chance. I mean, Tim McGraw's in it. Oh. Wow. Well, then. <laughs> See, that changes things. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, that's, it was, I thought it was well done. That's cool. And just take it is what it is. That's all. This is yeah, yeah. Take it for what it is. Like, do a little research on the guy who wrote the book. I mean, I don't think it was 
meant to change anything biblically or anything like that, but it's just, I mean, you watched a Kirk Cameron movie. I don't know if you did, but. <laughs> I remember the books. We had all the Left Behind books. My mom read them. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, uh, what's the one? Where he's a fireman. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's so about, cheesy. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I've the God's Don Dead movie. I get it, but. Come on. Fireproof? Yeah, dude. Fireproof. fireproof. It took me a second. I got there. Uh, <laughs> whatever. But it's not like that. And I think sometimes the idea is like we're all a bunch of wackadoos and, and it's like Kirk Cameron movies out here. You know, and it's just not like that. There's so it's so confusing. And and you'll spend time, years maybe, of hearing the same scripture, and then one day you'll hear it and it'll hit different. Yeah. And you'll get the full, the full meaning of it. It's just, there's so much to it and it's not an easy road. It's a hard road and takes time. And, but it's also not, you know, it's not all these steps and rules and, and stuff like that. It's, it's all crazy. So that's been another exciting episode of the podcast. I love it. We answered absolutely zero questions for ourselves either. So you're in good company, fam. Dude, I love that message. <laughs> I loved. Oh, I love, I love the ones. So you guys, what, if you have never been to Freedom Center Church, our church is, our mission is for the lost, for people seeking Jesus. So for a lot of times, for those of us who've been any number of years, pastor will preach the same lessons and the same messages because he's always preaching for the person who's coming in the door for the first time that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. every once in a while there's one for the family and this Sunday this one was one for the family and you'll know you know because it's just yeah. you know when he's talking to us and you know when he's t- I mean he's always talking to everybody but right, right but we know if we've been there and you see like once you know your pastor's heart or we know our pastor's heart you understand it he's not always talking to me right I might be there. So it's, you know, the ability of God to speak a thousand messages through his word to whatever you needed that day. So I Mm -hmm. went that day with specific questions and God just met me where I was at. And it was literally a breath of fresh air and exactly what I needed because I came in grumpy, you know, and needed (laughs) something, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all good. It's all, it's all good, you know? Yeah. So you guys are going to freaking Tejas I'm excited at least you're not going to uh, you're not going to Austin that's good we're flying into Dallas nothing wrong with Austin or Texas it's just it's it's okay (laughs) I'm not I'm not not my favorite place I'm going for for business that's cool man for next we probably better weather yeah it's gonna be like mid 70s so Nice. Wish it was always mid. My whole childhood was mid seventies. That's awesome. People, man, people I be like, "You don't miss." No, I am oh, such a Michigander. Dude. I would never not own a house. It's here. all right. <laughs> I don't, I don't hate it, but mm, there's something to be said about only one season. <laughs> that, yeah, you don't need pretty. four seasons, y'all. You only <laughs> need the one. You only need one. Hey, I'm trying to build my seventy six. I'm going for winter sunny. walks. I'm going to be That's cool. tough cookie. No, I love the snow. It's beautiful. But but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get to about first week of February and be like, I'm done. I'm so done. The holidays are over. I'm done. <laughs> that was good. Uh, well, have a good time. We'll it's all right. Soon, so. so, yeah, that's that. We've got some stuff coming up, you know, we're getting excited for. No new, nothing new. <laughs> I do this to Ashley, you guys, every week. I'll have made a bunch of plans and then clue her in at the last second. I love it. By the way, hey, guess what I decided to do? I get to, to show do? up and have a great time? Yes. I'm there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so next week we have a cool episode. I'm excited for next week. I'm extremely excited. It's going to be wild. You guys, I'm going to set you up. I'm going to set this up a little bit. I'm not going to tell you who the guests are, but like, we're having three guests on at the same time. And they're all going to be together 
and we're going to be at our separate location and we're going to do it's going to be a it's wild be podcast dude. <laughs> but we're talking about kind of the history of the ems system and the history of ems in genesee county and we'll kind of dip into the future oh that'd be so cool like like how do we how do we leave a legacy to keep people interested and wanting to do this job? Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be, it'll be a fun episode. It's going to be good. So that's that you guys, the holidays coming, like make sure you get that shopping done. I got all my shopping done online. Never left the couch. Same. We did a couple, maybe two things and I'll take the kids out to probably target or something. Let them pick out a couple things for each other. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we did. Yeah, we do that thing stuff. too. You guys did all of your Christmas shopping early, so then we followed suit. We're like, oh, we better do it too. <laughs> like, well, you know, I believe that Fox News hype that there was going to be no nothing anywhere in the barren North Korean wasteland of nothingness. And it just hasn't been the case so far. We're still, everything seems oh. legit. There you go. You never know. Anytime the lights all go out, everything turns to gray concrete. I got a couple extra <laughs> cans of green beans now. that's awesome we're all wearing drab tan scrubs with a serial number on the back and that's all we have but there'll always be this podcast so keep listening and we have quite a few downloads now and it's exciting and we're just doing our thing it's really cool it's very honoring thank you kingdom builders for and freedom center fam for all that you do we couldn't do this without you um it's pretty cool pretty cool it is it's pretty fun so hey and also hit us up on the socials if you any particular guests you want to have on there okay yeah yeah we'll see if we can't get el presidente on i'm just kidding i'm not kidding that's that's not gonna happen (laughs) we're we're not that famous yet it's fine i don't want to be that famous no thank you very much (laughs) we're good where we are anyway thanks for listening everybody see you next time